0: Welcome to the Well and Balanced podcast with Jessica and Tracy. This podcast is all about exploring the wellness practices that we love and diving into the wellness trends of today. We are obsessed with self care in all forms from face oils to yoga and Pilates, and from holding boundaries to learning about supplements. Our modern lives are busy, but we believe everyday wellness and balance are possible. So join us for candid conversations between two friends, kicking back, a little bit of fun, and hopefully a dose of inspiration. Hey guys, welcome back to the Well and Balanced podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jessica, and uh, Tracy's with me. How are you, Tracy? Tracy?
1: I, you know what? I'm going to answer super honestly because usually we talk for like an hour before we start this, and I was like, you know what? We're just inviting everybody in. It is what it is. I'm going with the feeling like maybe just like, you know, your mom and like one of my friends <laughs> are listening to this, so it makes me like a little less uh, stressed about it. But I'm in bed right now, super cozy. I have not showered yet today. It's 11, by the way. Um, I'm eating as we're talking and I'm not dressed and I haven't done anything as planned. So it's been like a bit of a crazy day, but I'm actually just so excited to like sit and have like our fun conversation. We're going to talk about skincare today. And originally I was a bit like, like, what am I going to talk about with skincare? I'm I'm not... Super interested in it, and I think it's just perfect. Today we have that plan because there's nothing I want to do less than talk about something deep and heavy. And I'd love to just have like a fun light like, chat.
0: Yeah. Well, I've sort of I've had a weird week too. We were originally going <laughs> to record yesterday, and then I had yeah. to I had like a last minute teaching thing I got asked to go do, and then and I I've been home alone all week, single momming, and you know it's just so funny how quickly how quickly like things throw off our routines and then
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're ebbing and flowing and it's so easy to see how just like yeah it's hard sometimes to get back on track and my whole motto my whole everything and I know you are this way too is like when i start having something go off track and I feel my energy shifting and I'm like, oh no, oh no, this is going the wrong way. (laughs) I'm always like, try to back off a little bit and be like, okay, what can I take off my plate today and move to tomorrow or move to next week? And, you know, of course there's not always something you can move, but a lot of times there is a lot of things, are a lot of things that you can move. And sometimes we have a day that's just kind of like a little bit of a throwaway. And I think that is actually really healthy to recognize when you maybe need to be a little bit kinder to yourself and and a bit more tender instead of just being like, well, okay, today's a bad day, but I'm going to power through. And then your bad mood or your strong emotions just like get exasperated. So I'm here for it, friend. I think you should take a mental health day or take it easy.
1: I was just thinking like how fun our jobs are because like most people get stressed about Work or like, oh, I can't go to work because of this, or the work stresses them out. I'm like, oh, work is my fun time. Like, you know, I'm chatting. <laughs> like, this is our work that we're doing a podcast, and it's fun. And this is a high point in my day, and then I get to go teach a really nice group of people after. So actually, the works like my work is the break for me. Yeah. So I just think it's, yeah, it's just so funny how to reorient it. But I'm gonna be really honest with everybody listening out there. Today was a bit of a shit show but I'm I'm kind of loving that I'm in my bathrobe and and we're doing this. So let's get into skincare and I think it's mostly like going to be me serving up questions because I'm going to be really honest. I don't have great skin. I love like oils and all like the amazing products, but I feel like you actually do have very glowy. I mean, you take care of yourself. Let's just be honest about that. And you make a lot of effort. And I do kind of think you're kind of my go to product person. So I think this is going to be really fun for everyone.
0: Well, yeah. And also, I think a lot of people struggle with their skin, either not knowing where to start, like what products to use, how to use them, and also things change, like I'll be honest, like I've noticed just pretty recently, you know, I'm 42 now, um, changes in my skin that I've never had before. And I'm like, oh, isn't that interesting? So like, as I'm aging, my skin is starting to change a little bit, which is totally normal because at about age 25, your body really stops with collagen production, especially and you notice it mostly in your face. And so, and then when you hit 40, it becomes, the skin gets so much more dehydrated, gets so much thinner and yeah, random breakouts. I'm like, what is going on? But, so I think a lot of people are in the boat that you're in where like, you don't have bad skin. I think you're underselling yourself a little bit there, but maybe it's just not your priority as much. Well, when we were talking about, I remember, I don't know if we were traveling, you're like,
1: you're like, Oh, what do you do? Because we were talking about skincare. I'm like, you know, I wash my face and I put some oil on it. You're like, I've like 12 steps. Like it was like a whole, whole thing. And I think also like, I was such like a nineties, I was a nineties teenager where I lived in a tanning bed. Like that is what people did. I just, I loved being tan. I think about that time now, like, and listen, I still worship the sun I love being outside. Obviously I don't go in tanning beds anymore because, you know, I'm too old for that. But I, you know, I just didn't care at all. I just wanted to be tan and happy and didn't have a think about the future. And I still want to just enjoy my life. But I think there's very simple things that everyone can do to just make themselves feel a little bit better when it comes to skin. And it's like a fun little routine.
0: Yeah. Well, so this is you're right though because this is the episode I have been pushing for and been wanting to do ever. <laughs> I definitely would say I am obsessed with skincare. I spend a lot of time on it. Like my morning routine is about 10 minutes unless I'm putting makeup on, which I actually don't do that often anymore. And then my evening routine all in is usually about an hour. Not just for skin but for everything. And I, that's hilarious. Like that would never happen an hour. Okay. I need to hear like what you're doing. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we can go into some of it for sure. And the purpose of this episode, I'm not an esthetician. I don't, I'm not trained in any way, shape or form. I just have always been really interested in skincare since I would say my early mid twenties and my mom is really into skincare. And so she's taught me a lot and my mom and I geek out over the stuff all the time. Like it's one of our favorite things to talk about together. And so I really like that kind of motivates me a little bit too. And my mom is absolutely gorgeous and stunning. Shout out to my mom as she's listening. So it kind of is fun and it's inspiring to me. And I don't know why it's funny. The things that we get interested in are like our hobbies or whatever catches our attention. Like, you know, you'd never find me watching a I don't know, Star Trek movie <laughs> or something like that. Me neither. <laughs> that's a hard pass. Yeah, I yeah. And some people would be like, oh my gosh, I could care less about skincare. I just need a bar of soap and I'm good. And I'm like, okay, yeah. let's geek out. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Like, how are we layering our products? What products are we using? What's the best time of day to use them? And so, yeah, that's what we're gonna dive into a little bit here. And like I was saying, I have no actual certifications or training in this. This is just a fun episode. Maybe it will be inspiring to somebody to be like, oh, that's cool. I I didn't know about that. Maybe I'll go check that out. So just a disclaimer, (laughs) this is not an expert speaking here. I'm just an expert because in in my I guess.
1: You're skin enthusiast. So why don't we just like go into specifics? So I just want to know you're up in the morning. What's happening with your face? Like, what are you doing? Let's just, let's, let's just go what you're doing.
0: Yeah. So the morning routine, and I think I'm going to jump around a little bit because I do want to circle back and go in order of terms of like where we start, which would be cleaning your skin, but I can just give a quick rundown of my morning routine. So clean your skin in the morning. I don't, I don't wash my skin in the morning and oh my god okay let's start with washing and I didn't even like I would I
1: would not be able to go out without washing my face so I just want to hear like what's going on with that
0: well for me I have dry skin and I clean my skin really well at night and then I use my products and I as a side note I'm one of those nighttime shower people like I think it's really important to go to bed clean I can't imagine just like Going through my day and then jumping in my bed with all the germs and dirt. No,
1: oh god, no! But I shower twice. Like I shower in the morning. Sometimes I do three times in the winter, but I cold shower, like shower in the morning, then have a bath at night. No matter what, non-negotiable.
0: Yeah. So I think I'm pretty clean when I go to sleep, and because yeah. my skin is dry, my bedding's always clean. Like that is one of my greatest pleasures in life is clean bedding. I think it's mm. the best. I life sleep changing. so well life-changing
1: absolutely people under
0: people undervalue
1: the small pleasures we have a whole thing in my house you know it's clean sheets and nobody's allowed to go in each other's bed until they've experienced the first clean sheet so you have to go into clean sheets yourself it's 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 like so even my kids like the second the sheets are changed and they're fresh everybody comes home showers and then if you're going to hang out on your bed you go in and it's clean sheets day
0: yeah, clean sheets day. We do ours is used to be Sunday night, and now I've really noticed how much better I sleep those first few nights after Sunday. So mm. I'm now switching to twice a week. And that's mm. a little outrageous. I know some people are like, wow, that's a lot of laundry to do, but yeah, I'm also a sleep crazy person. And so that's really important to me. But anyways, I digress. So my morning routine, I don't wash my face. I start with a toner to add a little moisture to my skin. I do a hyaluronic acid, which and is... what
1: kind of, t- like what brown toner do you use?
0: So I have two different ones. I kind of rotate through. I personally prefer a spray. It's just easier and it, it just feels nice rather than when you put on like a cotton ball or a swab. I didn't and even know so, you could get a spray toner. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. yeah. So the one I'm using right now is one I brought back from the states, and it's a frankincense hydrosol. So it's not uh, hydrosol is like a much lighter version. It's more watery than just like water mixed with essential oils. So it has a little bit of frankincense, which typically I'm not a big fan of frankincense, uh, mm-hmm.
1: but
0: it can really help with your skin and with combating cellular degeneration. And as a side note on that, I'm also like pretty strongly against ingesting essential oils. When I did my herbalism studies many many years ago, there's essential oils are so strong and potent that when you ingest them, they can really mess up your gut bacteria. And so I don't ingest any essential oils ever with the exception of when I went through cancer treatment, I did take frankincense a few drops under my tongue. And so there Mm. is like that's kind of a homeopathic cancer treatment to help combat uh, the abnormal cell development. So you can use a little bit on your face as long as it's really, really highly diluted. So that's I'll start with that toner. That's like kind of my go to right now. And or I use a rose spray. Like rose water is also my go-to. Like I that.
1: love, I love rose water. I feel like you're gonna have to write a blog post or something with like links to some of the stuff. Because if it were me listening to this, like we're gonna, you're gonna have to like write this down. But we'll do that after I think at some
0: point. Yeah, at some point because it's a lot of information. But oh maybe my god, <laughs> highlight a few at yeah. some point. But. Uh, yeah. so, so I do a toner and then I do, or some kind of a spray to hydrate my skin first. Then I do a hyaluronic acid, which is if I had to pick one go-to product, well, I have two, two go-to products for the rest of my life. It would be hyaluronic acid and then a pure face oil, mm. like a rose hip or a sesame or an argon. Mm. But then I use, I use hyaluronic acid. And then depending on how I'm feeling that day, I might also add one other serum Or like a niacinamide, or uh, sometimes I'll do my vitamin C in the morning. And then I do my fourth step, which would be an oil and then the sunscreen. Or I just skip that. I just do the hyaluronic. I do uh, an oil and then I do my sunscreen. So it's pretty quick. Do you wear sunscreen sunscreen. here every day, even in the winter? I do. Yeah. And I think that's really, really important every dermatologist. Oh, and I follow so many like dermatologists. And oh my God. if you look at my list on social media, oh yeah, it's really funny, but every dermatologist I've ever spoken to or followed on social media, they always say sunscreen's the number one thing you can do to prevent premature aging. So notice I'm mm. going to say premature aging. Because aging is natural, it's gonna to happen to all of us. But I think there are some things we can do to enhance our skin so that we can age gracefully rather than looking like an old leather handbag by the time we're like 45. I feel like I've just committed to the handbag thing. Like I I'm okay. <laughs> like
1: I I'm I'm there. Like I don't like having dry skin or acne, but I'm just like, you know what? I'm a very it is what it is. I I let yeah I never kind of had that feeling around it but I also think like you want to feel your best anyways so yeah yeah, it's it's nice to have these options to do these things and I do love hyaluronic acid I know it's such a trendy thing right now but I'm it works for like
0: everybody it's so good it's really good And for anybody who doesn't know hyaluronic acid, it sounds scary because it has the word acid in it, but it's actually really good for hydration and it's like a sponge. So it's going to hold onto and retain any of the moisture that's around it. And so if you use a hyaluronic acid, it's actually really important to have some kind of moisture on your skin first. So that's why I always do a toner. Or if you just wash your face in the morning and your your face is still damp and you put the hyaluronic on, it's going to do a much better job than if you just apply it straight onto dry skin. So that's a little tip there. Make sure your skin is damp, there's something on it, and then the hyaluronic acid. And it's really gentle. It's not going to create a reaction or anything. It just helps maintain the moisture uh, on your skin.
1: It's funny, because when we were doing, we were thinking about this episode, I do actually have two tips, because I had to write it down and think about it. And there's two massive differences that people have told me. And I was telling you this, actually, I went, it was my, I'm not going to bring out my family too much on this, because I think like, it's their privacy. I don't know if they, yeah. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, boundary. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But um, I went to my brother-in-law's wedding, which was absolutely fabulous, really beautiful. We had such a wonderful time. And he knows me. And I was sat next to his cousin. Shout out to Charlotte. Um, She is, I found out she's a beauty editor at Elle. So, of course, I had to ask her. I mean, it was the best guest to sit. We had, like, I had such a good time talking to her. And I asked her a thousand questions. And she gave me the best tip about this face wash here. And I didn't realize I wasn't cleansing my face properly. And the second she gave me that tip, honestly, my skin cleared up. I haven't had, you know, I wear makeup and I love makeup. It's funny because you're really into skincare. I absolutely, I've always loved makeup. I love the ritual of putting it on, not heavy makeup, just like more like face makeup, like, you know, like a tinted moisturizer and like blush and highlighter. Like I love all that stuff. But I wear makeup and my job is teaching yoga or Pilates and it's hot and sweaty. And I don't wear makeup to exercise, but I wear makeup to work. So I do, you know, if you're wearing makeup and you're working out, you know, you're more likely to break out and we can talk about breaking out. Cause I think a lot of that's food and whatever. And there's this brand here called, uh, it's just at the pharmacy. You can get it anywhere. It's CeraVe C E R A V E. I'm probably butchering the way it's pronounced. And it's kind of an oil, but a foaming oil. It's just the regular one. And I got a silicone sponge and she says, most people don't cleanse their face properly. And this little silicone sponge, you rub it all over your face with the soap and moisture or with the soap. It clears all the dead skin and then you rewash your face. It is the best thing I've ever done for my skin is just learn how to wash my face properly. So that was a pro tip and it completely
0: worked. I completely believe that. And most people are not cleaning their face properly. I wasn't. I'm, you know, I'm going to be, I'm
1: 41 years old right now. I don't think I've ever washed my face properly until about a month ago. And I never had bad skin really until I had kids and my hormones went a little bit nuts. And then after I got pregnant for the first time, my skin kind of just, just always been a little bit off. And honestly, just cleaning my skin properly has been absolutely transformative. If you have bad skin, the other thing I use, I use the hyaluronic acid. It was like this woman at the life store. I I'm cheap with products like with, <laughs> with face products, I'm actually quite cheap. And I love like the natural organic stuff at life. Um, I forget what the brand I'm using is called, but they have the most, this miracle oil, it's rosehip hip and argan oil. It's the like best most nourishing oil. I don't break out from it and it just leaves your skin so juicy and nice. And I'm kind of obsessed with it. But, yeah, it, but that's my,
0: my brand, isn't it? Cause that's the one. Yeah, you it's you're the e brand from the UK. Yeah, I love
1: yeah. it. So I definitely think like, what do you do when you're cleaning your face? Cause I think people don't clean their face properly.
0: Yes, I, you should be cleaning your face for at least around like 60 seconds. and mm most people do it way too quickly. They just kind of slap a little oil or a little um, water and soap, whatever kind they're using, do a little scrub-a-dub and call it a day. But you Mm -hmm. actually have to take a little bit more care with it. And I am truly of the belief that clean skin is beautiful skin. And Mm -hmm. especially if you have a good routine around it, like if your skin is holding on to any gunk or there's, uh, you know, buildup of, of stuff underneath the top layer of your skin, I think it does take a little bit of time to clear all that out with good cleaning habits, good face washing habits. And so because I think clean skin is the most important thing, I do spend a lot of time on that. So I use something and I've tried so many different things. Like sometimes I'll do an oil cleanse, which I like because that helps moisturize more. But mm-hmm. my go-to is actually a device. It's a silicone device as well. And it's called a Ferreo. They are a little pricey, but they have different levels of ones you can get. It's a little le- electronic device. It's handheld, and it has these sonic pulsations in it. And so mine goes on a cycle of two minutes. So I wash my face for two minutes with this thing. And oh my god! I don't use it with the oil because you can't use silicone products with an oil-based product because it'll break the silicone down but mm. I use it when I'm using a regular face cleanser and and it pulsates and I do it in the shower. That's usually where I wash my face at night. And, I feel like I'm learning so
1: much about you right now. I oh my this. gosh. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think it's, know, I think it's well. so fun because we've, yeah. yeah, but I don't know, you know, I don't, yeah. I mean, this is, this is pretty specific anyways. I think it's very interesting because how well do you know someone until you know how they wash the face? Anyways, go ahead. I
0: love that question. Oh that's God. so true. How well do you really you might know how they take their coffee, but how do they wash their face? Yeah, I mean that's just so funny. So 2 minutes in the shower. Yeah, with this Foreo for device which I I'm obsessed with. I got mine probably like a year, year and a half ago. And mm. yeah, I use it all the time. Highly recommend it. It gets my skin so clean. My skin feels so soft when I'm done. And it's not harsh. It's not like an exfoliant of any kind. It just between the pulsations that help break up any of the gunk or residue on your skin and the gentle wiping of this silicone, like teeny tiny little silicone bristles or brushes. Mm. It's awesome. It just feels so good. So that's, I alternate, I would say I do that probably five days a week. And then the other two days a week, I'm doing just a basic oil cleanse. So, okay. What brand do you use for cleanser? I have a new brand. It's a Norwegian brand, actually. And I got gifted, the one I'm loving right now, I got gifted it when I was at the NOR Awards. So my publisher had a big award ceremony a month or two ago. And in the gift Mm -hmm. bag was this Norwegian brand, new brand. And I think it's called Cedar. It's spelled S D R Mm. Cedar, Cedar. And I've been really satisfied with their cleanser. So... I'm on that kick. And then I have a Derma E product that I really like, which I don't know if we can get that brand in Norway. I typically buy it online or in or when I'm in the US. And they have a huge product range of all natural products, everything you want for skincare. And that's kind of been a staple of mine for a long time too, that line Derma E. So for my natural products and then my cleanser, I use a brand called the oil cleanser. I use a brand called Pi, P-A-I. Mm which I really like their cleanser. It's nice. But I only use the oil cleanser when my skin is feeling really dry. And when I know my skin is probably not that dirty. But yeah, most days my go to is, is the ferreo and the Cedar cleanser.
1: I think there was a huge trend where everybody was using oil cleansers. And I jumped on it because it's funny, like, even though it doesn't, now it works, because I found that rose hit, that miracle oil, literally is a miracle, I'm obsessed with it, but I think everybody was cleansing oil with their face, and if you have problem skin, it does feel great to do it, but I broke out all the time, and, you know, when I was um, sitting next to Charlotte, she was just like, you need to, like, the cleanser is probably the most important, like, cleaning your face properly, and I think having an actual cleanser, soap that's, Yeah, I've used a lot of expensive products, and none of them work. So it's like, it's these more kind of simple things that I think make a difference.
0: Yes. And I would say that actually sums up my skincare philosophy these days. So I do use a bunch of different products, and I do rotate through so we can talk about product rotation and skin cycling. But Mm. I have found for myself that in general, when I, and this is just my skin in particular, because I have dry skin, I have sensitive skin. And when I'm using too many products, which is a really common occurrence, actually, most women who are pretty into skincare are using too many products. And then it actually creates the cycle of aggravation. And so I think many people now some of us are going to be like, Oh, I use a cleanser, and I use a moisturizer, bam, I'm done. Maybe my friend
1: uses a bar of soap. Like, my friend uses a bar, she has the most perfect skin, and that's probably why she didn't get into it. I asked her what she's doing for her skin. She literally has always just used a bar of soap, no moisturizer, no nothing, perfect skin. Then she's like won the genetic lottery. (laughs) I mean, it's wild. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted you.
0: Yeah, no, that's okay. I just, there's some people who I think can benefit from stepping up their skincare routine a little bit. And then there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who actually would benefit from stepping back their skincare routine. And for me, I notice right away if I've gotten a little too aggressive with my skincare routine, because I will, my skin will get super dry and tight. And then I'll start having these weird random breakouts. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I was doing too much. And Overall simplicity is better, but it's a fine line between what's good for your skin and what's not good for your skin. And we can talk more about that when we get into talking about actives and t- using a little bit stronger products on your face. But yeah, I think that's all I've got to say about cleansing is just. Okay. Really so, one focusing thing. On doing a good job.
1: Yeah. I think that was a big game changer for me. You mentioned skin cycling. Or product cycling. I don't even know what you were talking about. So light skin. I don't even know where to direct it because there's so much, there's so much stuff you just said. And then there was that when your face gets tight. So what were you talking about? Let's do the first one. What's the product cycling, skin cycling? Because I will use the same products for years and then just yeah, now I've shifted, but let's talk about that.
0: Yeah. So it's this philosophy, skincare philosophy, skin cycling, where in a seven-day period, in a week-long period, you're going to rotate the products you use during that period. And this typically is if you're using products that are a bit stronger, which we call those actives. So things that mm. would come to the active category would be like a retinol, and there's natural alternatives to retinol. Uh, vitamin C is considered an active. Niacinamide, which is actually one of my favorites. Uh, lact- and then we get into more of the, the, the chemical Products, which would be like the lactic acid, alpha hydroxy acid, glycolic acid. So the idea would be that, say, the first three nights or whatever, you would do use the stronger products like your retinols. And some people are like, oh, you should use a retinol every day. I can't. That doesn't work for my skin. It just is too much. That just is too much. What is a retinol? A retinol is vitamin A, basically. So Oftentimes, you can get it in a cream, and it's usually prescribed, it started to be prescribed for people with acne, with, like, serious acne, and I'm trying to think what, like, the shelf name, I think the pharmaceutical name is, like, tretinoin, but the retin-A, no, retin-A, is that the name? I don't know. There's some, like, names, so every kid who, like, had acne, if they went to the dermatologist, they'd be prescribed a retinol basically to help okay. the acne. But what they found mm. is that actually, a retinol, when used for not for acne, but just for general preservation of the skin, it helps fight fine lines, it helps diminish wrinkles, it helps uh, with any skin pigmentation issues, helps with the tone of your skin. And so, most dermatologists do believe that retinol is a great product to use, at least consistently. But anytime we're talking about an active too, this is why it's so important to wear your sunscreen. Because if you're using active products, even like a vitamin C and not using sunscreen, you're at a higher risk of, then when you go out in the sun, getting that hyperpigmentation of the skin and there can be reactions or irritations to the sunlight and to, it just activates the actives on your skin. So if you are using any product that, is more active than you need to be wearing sunscreen all the time. So say you, going back to the skin cycling, say you're going to use a retinol product. Um, and the natural alternative, like completely natural alternative to retinol, which is in now a lot of products, especially in, of course, like the natural skincare arena. And yeah. I actually don't know how to pronounce this. I might be mispronouncing it. I don't know. Um, bokchoil, bokchoil. I mean, I'm out. I have I mean, this is beyond these
1: kind of um, ingredients. Most of it, I've, retinol I have, but um, yeah. I have no idea. I can't offer any help to, on how to pronounce about.
0: Most of these products also you can find in super simple formulations. So they actually are pretty clean. Like they're just the chemical compound of these things. Mm. It's like, getting a generic brand versus the, um, brand name, I guess. Yeah. And you can find a lot of these products really reasonably priced, but when they start to add in things, of course, like perfumes and all this extra junk preservatives, and I don't know, then, then I get a little questioning on some of the stuff, but this is like, everybody's always talking about retinol. Um, then maybe you take a night off and you don't use any actives and you just use like a super duper heavy moisturizer trying to counteract by repairing like the skin barrier a little bit more. And then maybe on the next night, you're going to use uh, your vitamin C or you're going to use a niacinamide or something else. So basically what skin cycling means, and every person can kind of decide for themselves based on how their skin concerns. For me, I use very little actives just because it aggravates my skin too much. And mm-hmm. so for me, the products that I use now on a pretty regular skin rotation basis. Uh, niacinamide, which I really like, it can help minimize pores. It can fight not acne, but any sort of like smaller blemishes, fine lines and skin tone, which I really like. And I notice for me, it definitely helps keep my skin clearer when I use niacinamide. So vitamin C is also one that's gonna be probably pretty good for most people. And this is... Something we would use for skin brightening. It uh, is an antioxidant and it helps repair skin tissue. So, this can be a really nice one to add into your routine. And one thing you can do, I kind of want to give some contraindications too, because when you start getting excited about skincare, you're like, oh, okay, so I'm going to get this and I'm going to get that. And, And then it's kind of like, when do I use them? How do I use them? Because then it also can get into skin like product layering. So how many different Mm. products you use at the same time. So we can come to that as well, but vitamin C is a pretty great one for most people to use. Um, then I guess we could talk about just quickly about some of the stronger acids because everybody's Mm. always like, Oh, I need an AHA product, alpha hydroxy acid product or something. And It is good to do some sort of exfoliation regularly for your skin, especially if you are more acne prone or for me, it's good because my skin gets dry. And so helping to just like slough off dead skin cells, but there's two ways you can exfoliate. And then Tracy, you can jump in and let me know if you're doing any of these. So Mm. you can exfoliate, uh, you can have chemical exfoliation, which be using one of these acid products. And it's not like people hear the word chemical or acid and they're just like, oh my God, am I going to look like Samantha from that sexy Yeah, they
1: think it's a hundred percent. Everyone thinks it's that acid <laughs> peel where, you know, you're wearing a raw face for a month, which is not what you're discussing
0: here. That's I'm not what I'm discussing. No, you no. could go do that at a, at a spa, but that's not what we're talking about. It's just yeah. a toner. Usually it's just like a toner type product that you apply to your skin and then just leave it on overnight Mm -hmm. um but again these can be harsher for some people like i don't really care for myself to use any of these products too much but um or like a, a lactic acid's a little less harsher harsh less harsh glycolic acid that one i know is all over tiktok everybody's talking about that one and you can here's the other thing are you wait
1: wait 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 are you on tiktok
0: well, occasionally, I'm not like on TikTok, but oh my, occasionally yeah, no, I'll like, that's... browse, I'll lurk on TikTok, but not very often. Sorry, that, I just had to...
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's... The thing is, I've never been on TikTok and I do think that's a beast that I'm just not going to ride. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. I, I, I can't even imagine what's going on on that platform with skincare. I remember... When that lip thing came out on Instagram, that Kylie Jenner challenge and everybody was kind of bruising. I'm just, you know, I think about the misinformation online and it does horrify and shock me. So I can't even imagine what they're telling you to do on TikTok.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not following anybody who's like an influencer, really. I follow more medical doctors Mm because there's some really good content. It's like... I also follow like just is not unre- or this is unrelated but I also follow some people who are like um uh, attorneys and give financial advice and estate planning advice and like so Those I'm people on TikTok okay oh maybe God, I'm missing yes. a whole And they have world. such good and that's what I'm saying like the dermatologists on TikTok that I've seen have really good information and they're reputable sources like I'm not following some 22-year-old girl who's like here's how to look like Kylie Jenner like that's not my vibe at all. I want to have no, I, I know, listen, I know that's how you're five. Yeah. But um, I
1: you know, I have a yeah, maybe I'm prejudiced against TikTok. That that's for a whole other podcast. Okay, let's go back to school. Well, it is not for
0: our generation. Let's yeah. be real. I if, don't think that, it's for me. That ship has sailed. <laughs> but, that ship
1: never arrived. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For me.
0: Yeah. I was I was yeah, missed that one. But that's fine. Okay. Like I don't care. But <laughs> Every once in a while, or like sometimes it'll show up in my Facebook feed, a TikTok video, and now of course the algorithm knows what I want. What so mm. I see things even when I'm not looking for it. But oh yeah, so these these are acids you can use, you know, throughout the week, and it's totally fine for a lot of people's skin. Or you can do, talking about exfoliation, you can do a manual exfoliation. So this would be something like using a face dry brush, which I have. It would be like uh, a product. You can use
1: it, wait, wait, wait. You can use a dry brush on your face.
0: Yes, but I have a specific face brush that's like okay. much smaller and it, it looks like a spoon kind of. And then the end of the spoon is the little brush on it. Do you do it the same way? Like you dry brush your body? Yeah, dry brush. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. that's new. Go ahead yeah, on. it's well, here's something else I can say, which is so funny. And I'm totally outing myself here. I will buy and try pretty much any face gadget that is out that's there. Good. So in my drawer, Do you I, have a gua sha? Like, Like, there's so much stuff I want to ask you about, like the crystal
1: rollers and the gua too, because that was a whole thing. But people aren't talking about that the same way they were before.
0: Yes, I agree. I've kind of seen like the gua sha kind of falling off the popularity. Maybe it just got overexposed. Um, yes, I have a gua sha. Yes, I have a jade roller. Yes, I have a consa wand. And another little side note tip that I've been doing, which I'm actually really into, is I am using my gua sha on my legs. Oh. So after I put on do my abianga, my oil massage on my body, I'm gua along my legs and the tops of my knees. And this can help combat cellulite, which cellulite mm. occurs. It's a breakdown in the collagen threads in the body. And that's what causes like the dimpling and which is totally natural. Like 90% of women are going to have cellulite in their life. But mm. the the thought is, is that if you help to, if you're exercising and you have collagen in your diet and you are uh, helping to break up the fascia, then mm. that can help combat cellulite from developing and so using the gua sha is a way to kind of help break up some of that fascia tension in the legs so
1: that's so interesting
0: just as a as a side note of one of the things i'm sort of playing around with right now but i also some of the other face face products that i have that are pretty funny i have like a face cupping system so like you know cupping if you go to an acupuncturist and they yeah do an act so they make face kits. And so they're, they're t- tiny little, and I oh think my it's God. four different sizes and <sighs> so you cup on your face, which yeah, is, great.
1: you know what I wish, I wish we had a video of this cause you were just miming it and it <laughs> looks and like I couldn't even picture, um, what cupping your face would look
0: like. But as you did it, I could kind of see. I guess it's kind of like a cuppy little face massage. Yeah, it is to improve the circulation and just kind of circulate through the body through the face well you know back to the exfoliator I love there's one thing
1: I do and when I run out of it I forget for like six months but I do love that Aesop um, it's you know like a, a old school uh, exfoliator with some uh, bits of stand or you know yeah, in it so internal. it's got a kind of rough service service surface and then you Rub it on your face, and you feel kind of I just tingly and very nice afterwards. so I, I like that kind of exfoliator,
0: yeah, and that's great. That's considered manual uh, yeah. exfoliation, which is terrific. And the important thing is not to over exfoliate and mm. not be doing it too harshly or doing it too often. And again, I just want to remind everybody listening, like I am not an expert in this and you know your skin best. And if you have real skin concerns, you should go see a dermatologist. This podcast is truly for entertainment purposes. (laughs) Yeah. And so some people listening might be like, oh my gosh, I love my exfoliant. I use it all the time. It's great. That's awesome. If it works for you, do it. And then some people are like, oh, I can never figure out why my skin is always so like if if your skin's getting tight, I know you had asked about that, Tracy, it's Mm -hmm. usually an indication, first of all, uh, that there's an imbalance in the moisture content in your skin, but also probably that something's a little too harsh that you're either Mm -hmm. the products you're using are too harsh or the way, I mean, it could even just be using your washcloth. Like if you use a washcloth and you wipe or washing your face with it, I'm thinking of like men in particular, men are always I'm not gonna say always, but sometimes more aggressive, like where they're just like scrubbing their face. It's like, oh my God, calm down, calm down. You're like hurting (laughs) your skin here. Like we don't want to be harsh with anything we do with our skin. We want to be gentle, slow, not a lot of pressure, like just kind of helping our skin, not attacking it. So even Mm -hmm. using a washcloth too roughly can aggravate your skin. Yeah. So That's the idea with the product rotation or the skin cycling Mm. is that you would give your basically, it's if you're using any active product, you're then also building in rest days. You could think of it Mm. that way so that your skin has time to kind of repair itself and rest again before you do the next active treatment.
1: You know what? I was also thinking, and I think this is important like, if I have dairy ever, it shows up on my face. Yeah. So I do think. All the skincare stuff is wonderful, um, and it's very helpful. But I do think what you're putting in your body and your habits. And I'm not a puritan, and and in, in what I eat, and perfect, and. But I do think if you're hydrated and you drink your water, and for dairy, for me, doesn't work. Uh, I have it sometimes. I know if I, you know, if I want to have a slice of pizza with my kids, or. Something like that, but I definitely break out. And I think you can just notice if you eat a lot of processed food and are, you know, drinking alcohol, which is fine. You want to go out and have a glass of wine. I think you notice if you're not taking care of yourself from the inside, it does show on the outside and it, it shows up on your face. Sugar is a big one too.
0: Mm, absolutely. I, Your skin is one of the best barometers of health. barometer. I was going to say that. Absolutely. So when you're a little bit off, you're a little
1: bit imbalanced, it does show up on your face. Stress as well.
0: Oh, stress. And I would also add your sleep habits. If you're not getting enough sleep, and I'll speak for myself because I've shared about this as a tired mom. Um... I can, I just look in the mirror some mornings. And I'm like, Oh my God. Yep. I can see. I did not get enough sleep last night. And if you start to have bags under your eyes, that is also generally an indication of, uh, the lymphatic systems not draining properly. And there's this whole other thing. I'm not into this, but maybe some other people are, um, because I do like to do face massage and there's a whole format mm. of how you do face massage. Some people call it face yoga, which I think is kind of cool too. Mm. But uh lymphatic drainage massage and the whole thing is like they the people do it. This is one of the the women I follow. Uh yeah. I don't think she's on TikTok, but she I find her videos so interesting and every video is just like showing how you do this lymphatic drainage. And so people can't see me, but right now I'm kind of like touching my neck underneath my ear. And then you kind of press your way down the side of the neck and to the collarbone and a lot of the lymphatic drainage for the face. So if you are somebody who suffers from like a lot of swelling and puffiness and under Mm -hmm. eye bags, then considering doing a lymphatic drainage massage on yourself every day could be really helpful. It's super simple. It's just like this pressing on the tops of the collarbones and around. And I don't know, I haven't really tried it, but I'm totally fascinated by it because I have the opposite problem. I don't have eye bags. I have like, because I'm Vata and my skin is so dry, uh, more of like the the sinking in around my eyes.
1: So- You know, you know in uh, London, there was this, it was a beauty studio and it was called Face Gym and they did face massage. Oh. That was their main, it was in Selfridges also as a pop-up and it was a huge, people loved it. And they use kind of special oils and they just massaged your face for an hour. I know and if you go for a facial, they do that as well. But it was just a very specific technique and people loved it.
0: I swear by that. Like if you are able to, and I know there's a few places in Oslo that are doing some of that. Mm. If you were able to get a regular face massage, mm. I think it changes how your face looks actually. Even if you're doing a good job taking care of your skin and you're relatively healthy, there is a lot of research that shows, especially as you start aging and you lose muscle tone in your face and your facial lines get more deeply ingrained, lines aren't just coming because of the the shape that your face is making. Like when you raise your eyebrows or you furrow your eyebrows together, it actually is gravity sometimes. Pulling down parts of your face over time and massaging and reinvigorating and retraining some of your face muscles is a really cool way to kind of keep your face looking how it, it is looking. Um, mm. I guess I'm talking in a roundabout way, but I think people know what I'm saying because I'm do. trying to be really careful to not say anti-aging, but just to be like, I know. I think it's really faith, triggering. A healthy glow, yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, it's
1: so funny because we do talk about this. We had another talk about this anti-aging. Maybe that was something we didn't use. I ca- I can't remember, but I said I was I. I do get provoked by anti-aging because I think it's a ridiculous concept in and of itself. I mean, the second we're born, we are slowly creeping towards death, and I'm not saying this in a nihilistic way. I mean that's the fact. It's a beautiful life cycle. We're born, we grow, we live, we flourish, we die. So, the concept of anti aging is absolutely, I mean, there is no anti aging. We don't age in reverse, it's a fairy tale. So, I understand what you're saying, but I, you know, I don't think uh, using the word anti aging in this context, I, I, yeah, is, I think everybody knows what we're uh,
0: it's more getting about, at. There was, yeah, just maintaining, maintaining health and feeling good about your face. And yes, aging's natural. It's inevitable. But I do think there are ways to feel good about how you look. And I want to say one other thing that's so interesting. I mean, this whole topic, there's so much to say about it. And I know we're going to run out of time here, but like one other thing, just talking about kind of like lines on the face and how gravity and time and age and skin thinning, everything kind of adds up. It like creates this perfect storm in a way for the aging to really show up on your face. And, and again, this can also be an indication of your digestion an indication of your overall health. But the one I think about a lot is how I'm sleeping and mm. the position I'm sleeping in. Because if your face, like for most of my life, I've been a really big stomach sleeper. And Mm. then my face is like smushed and my neck is in a weird angle. And actually that can create lines in your face as well. Just your sleep habits and your sleep patterns. And one of the things that I do that I really enjoy, this is just a quick little one, is I have this crazy, I actually have it somewhere around here. Let's see if I have it. Um, Yeah face masks are great to sleep in because they can just block out the light and help you get a deeper sleep. But the face mask that I use, I want to show it to you, Tracy, because you're probably going okay. uh, to it, sure. it. I am for sure. It looks like a crazy mask. Oh, no. Now I don't know where oh it went. It's like half my face. It goes over the whole... I, I could believe it. Oh. Yeah. And it's silk and it has cutouts, So it goes down <gasps> past my nose. So oh my, my nose is god! And it's... Uh, just like mulberry silk, which is always great. Like you should have silk pillowcases that helps your hair, that helps your skin at night. And if you're using a face mask, mulberry silk is like one of the best things you can do to help prevent, uh, lines and wrinkles while you're sleeping. So that's what I sleep with. So that if I am like pushing my face in a crazy way, like we all know this, you wake up in the morning, you have like those sleep lines all across. Yeah, I
1: sleep I sleep with a pillow. I mean, we'll go into this in another one, but like in I sleep with earplugs. I wrap a pillow around my face. My nose is out. So I'm like, I'm all I got everything going around my face for
0: sleep. I mean, I look crazy too. <laughs> it's so funny, but it it works. It's awesome. So yeah. I don't know where I was going with that, but it's No, kind of but funny. you were saying that there's all this different um
1: ways to kind of protect your face. This is going to sound, this is actually, it's on topic. It's so funny because it's fall right now. And, you know, there's all this narrative, especially for women around about anti-aging and wrinkles and all. And I've completely detached from that. I don't have any feelings about getting older. I love getting older. My life gets better as I get older. Um, But I was looking at the leaves and how beautiful they're at the most magnificent right before they die. And I thought that is a metaphor for us. And there's a lesson in that. Why can't we be at our absolutely most beautiful, outstanding, as we age, as we get closer, as we embrace those changes. And for me with the skincare is, how do I feel my best right now? Because Mm. you can't prevent life from happening. You can't prevent things from showing up on your face. But it's how do we feel good in this moment and do these things that we can continue to feel good in these moments instead of trying to stop the hands of time, which is a preposterous and I think upsetting intention for people because we are going to look at ourselves in the mirror and we are going to change and we just, we have to continually keep loving that person that we see.
0: Yes, in yes so much. And I think... All of this stuff comes down to what we talk about in pretty much every episode, which is consistency and yeah. having a routine that supports you feeling good in your body. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, there's days where I'm, I look in the mirror and I'm just like, wow, I look rough today. And I think about what <laughs> the day before. I think about how much sleep I got the night before. I think about how much water I drank. And I drink a lot of water. I'm, I'm That's one thing I'm really good at is staying hydrated. But it's still like I can see our body will give us immediate feedback on what's happening and our level of well being and balance. And we can't think we're going to feel good 100% of the time or look good 100% of the time. And I think the stress component that you talked about is so important to acknowledge because mm-hmm. mental stress and, of course, physical stress can really, really take a toll on the quality of your skin. And Today's episode, we're really focusing on the face and our face products and face routine. But the skin is the largest organ in the body, and mm. so when you're taking care of all of the skin on your body, which I guess we could even do a whole nother episode about. I have a whole thing. Yeah, that. you. Yeah, like, you've got you've got layers of layers of uh, oils and
1: tips. So, oh my gosh, at some point we'll have to do that. It's funny. I mean, it's like a full time hobby for me. <laughs> I know. I mean, this is, I'm going to say 75% of your life is, uh, yeah, no, I. we're joking, but uh, you know, you are a wealth of knowledge on these things because you will try everything. Yeah. So if there's something I see out there and I'm like, oh, what do you think about this? Like, I know you've used it and yeah. then you have a verdict. Or at least you're experiencing. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So sorry. Continue on with the stress and the kind of emotional state. I mean, that lends to your appearance. I mean, you can say if you're happy and glowy on the inside, you're in a good mood, you're feeling good about yourself. It does show up on the outside, I think.
0: Yes, I agree. And I feel when my skin feels dehydrated, whether it's on my face or on my body and feels tight and itchy and scratchy and just not good, Mm -hmm. it affects how I feel for the whole day. Like I can feel kind of like uncomfortable in my own skin a little bit. And mm-hmm. when and on, then on the days that I take care of my skin and I really commit to that, make that a priority, then I'm like I feel so much better. Like even if I do nothing else, like even if I don't work out that day, even if maybe I have some kind of uh, you know less healthy meal cuz I'm whatever I'm busy and I'm just trying to get my kid fed, then I don't worry about it cuz I'm like you know what? I took care of myself. To some degree. Yeah,
1: that <laughs> is. It's like a bit of self-love and paying attention yes. to what you need. Yes. In that moment. And it's that tuning in and it's being really intentional with yourself. That if you kind of show up for yourself in all these little ways and take care of yourself, you are giving yourself self-love and it does make you feel better. Someone's taking care of you. You.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're not waiting for uh, the Prince Charming to come <laughs> give you <for laughs> in skin. You're just like doing something for yourself. And I think I want to kind of start to wrap this episode up with one other thought, which is even though we've talked about a lot of different products and and types of products you can use here, I want to say, first of all, you don't have to go spend a ton of money on all these products. There's a lot of really good brands out there that are quite reasonably priced. And you also, I actually get really wary of products that are really expensive I have found that there's actually not a lot. There's a a few exceptions, but in general, the really expensive brands aren't any better. Like I prefer brands that are just really simple, don't have a lot of ingredients in them and that I can trust. I have to say the same thing. When I used really expensive brands,
1: my skin was at its worst. And I'm not saying that's the case for everybody, but I absolutely like I spent a fortune on trying to fix my skin in that way. And, uh, it, it kind of went the other way anyway, sorry, go ahead.
0: Yeah. So I just want to encourage people to start, if this is kind of new to you to just start maybe Googling a few of these things. Hyaluronic acid is a great place to start. Vitamin C would be a great place to start. Uh, face oil, great place to start face oils. You could look for like rose hip. One of my favorite Tracy, that's too. one of my favorites. That one's just so great for so many skin concerns and argon oil, they call it like always great. It is great. Any other lighter oils, jojoba, grape seed. Those are good. There's chia seed. There's, you can use avocado oil. There's like so many different oils out there. I just would always recommend, of course, I'm always going to recommend natural products first, but Mm. that doesn't mean. If you're interested in other products, you can't use those as well. I would just caution trying to start looking at ingredient list. And if there's any sort of perfume, parfum, fragrance, being a little wary of those types of products, like we don't need extra added things into our products. So keeping it as simple as possible is my rule of thumb anyways. And then the more you start to kind of see how your skin responds and what your concerns are then you can maybe start experimenting with other products. Um, I will say one other thing too, that I think because we live in Norway and it's so dry and cold, moisturization is probably going to be an interest of most people. And I have one recommendation for one of my all-time favorite skin creams, and it's really thick. It's amazing. uh, Weleda Skin Food. And it's actually really reasonably priced. I think it's maybe like 130 140 kroner for a, a bottle of the cream and you can buy it everywhere you can buy it everywhere and it wins awards all the time like it's a it's truly an award winner and for reason for a good reason like it's a natural product and it's really thick and heavy and so if you're using a thick and heavy moisturizer that should be the last step that you do on your skincare routine so if you're using oh one thing one other thing that's so important i just want to say When you're starting to learn how to layer your products, you always want to use your water-based products first and then follow up with an oil-based product. So the oil-based product being either actual face oil or a cream that's heavier and has uh, some kind of oil component in it. So when we use the oil, or I'm sorry, we use the water and then we use the oil, it creates an emulsification, which allows for better moisturization of the skin. So if you try putting an oil on and then you're like, oh, now I'm going to add my hyaluronic acid, it's not going to work as well. So that's that's kind of the the golden rule in skincare layering is water before oil.
1: Well, I think we've said everything we're going to be able to say in this episode about skincare. It's a lot of information. I think we're going to
0: wrap it up. Is there anything yeah. you want? A little, any last thought or are we are you mm-hmm. out? No, I mean, I think I I could talk about this all day, but I think we've uh, this is probably the longest episode we've done, and people are probably tired of hearing my voice at this point. No, no, no. I think it was a treasure trove of information. Lots of great stuff
1: there. Thank you so much for coming in and hanging out with us for the hour, and we will see you. See you. Well, you'll hear us maybe doing your laundry, going for a walk, cleaning your house, driving next week will be in your ears, hopefully.
0: Yes. Thank you all so much. Have a great day. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.